Good morning. Welcome to Groveport United Methodist Church. My name is Mark Salva, and I will be your worship guide today. Uh, we have quite a few announcements, so I'm just going to refer you to the announcements that are in the bulletin or up there flashing on the screen, I presume, in a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, I'll read some of these other announcements. Um, this is for uh, today through next Sunday. Share your love for Groveport United Methodist Church with some fresh new gear in Heather Navy Keller. Now, Heather's my wife, but she's not a Keller, but anyway, that's the Keller that it's in. We have youth, unisex, and ladies-style short-sleeve shirts available. There are also long-sleeve and sweatshirts in youth and unisex sizes. Slimpy, click on your GUMC shirt store link that was emailed or scanned one of the flyers around the church to order. The online store will be open through Monday, 1127 of 23. These shirts will make great gifts and we have them just in time for Christmas. If you have any questions or to look at samples or size shirts, see Jen Hurdle. I think she will be back here in the parlor afterwards. Okay, she'll be back there. And then also, another announcement, in the parlor back there are some hymnals and some good news Bibles that are free for anyone who wants one. Uh, they went through all the Bibles and the um, um, hymnals, and in the next two weeks they will be back there. So you have two weeks if you want to grab a free one. If not, they're going to be boxed up and donated. Also, um, Susie Bush wanted to... Uh, Please give a huge thank you to all the volunteers for last Thursday's food pantry. They served 35 families from 2 to 6.30. A special thank you to Lance Westcamp for recruiting a few people to help carry out items to the car. It was very much appreciated. And also, uh, a note here from Mike and Kelly Cisco. They want to thank all of those who showed up to help with the fall cleanup on Friday. Your time and work is much appreciated. And I'm sure the church looks great. And then also, uh, your little blue insert in the bulletin, that's how we keep track of uh, your attendance. If you could please fill that out and just drop it in the collection plate when it's passed around, that would be great. Uh, please quiet your hearts for the prelude and the lighting of the candles.
Good morning. I am not Terry Christensen. If you could say a big prayer for her, she will be traveling back from New York here soon. So say a prayer for her and her family. Safe travels. Um, go ahead and stand with me as we see her opening. read together the breakthrough prayer it should be in your bulletin amazing God we pray that through the Holy Spirit your preferred future for Grove Portney Mile Methodist Church will be made clear to us give us the courage we need to follow you wherever you may take us we ask that you bind us together in love so that we can bring the good news of Jesus Christ to our friends, families, and community. Open our eyes that we may see the amazing things you are already doing among us. Amen. Let us read responsively the call to worship. Praise be to God who is unchanging. Thanks be to God who is continually creating newness and hope. Each day we are greeted by new opportunities and challenges. Each day we are given courage and strength to accomplish God's tasks. Let all God's people shout out praises to the heavens. Great is our God and greatly to be praised. Amen. 
seated. Let us read the responsive reading. Of all who have served in the armed forces to ensure our freedom, we honor you. For the families who kept the home fires burning and provided continuous support for their soldiers, we thank you. For the wounds you have suffered at the hands of war, for the times of loneliness you have felt on the battlefields of life, for the sacrifices you have made, for the times you were not thanked, for the times you chose courage in the face of fear, for the times you were not shown compassion, for the difficult decisions you had to make, for the losses you have suffered. We thank you now. We honor you now. Your sacrifice will not be forgotten. In a world that feels unstable, in a time that feels tumultuous, we stop to say thank you to those who were willing to be the stability and chose to advocate for peace, who saw a vision for the country that is safe and secure, formidable and full of freedom. Thank you to each veteran who stepped into endless days and stood watch over long and dark nights, who left family and home and sacrificed personal security to follow in the remarkable footsteps of fellow veterans who came before. When the time came and the nation needed you, you answered the call and have left your own brave imprint on this country. Thank you is never enough. But we are thankful. We ask that if you have served and you hear your branch's song, please stand in place so that we may recognize you today.
we only have a couple of folks. Is it okay if I borrow this, or am I going to totally mess everybody up? <laughs> All right. All right. I can do whatever I want. That's scary. Since, since, since there's only a couple of folks here, why don't you tell me uh, the branch of service, uh, the years that you served, and any other pertinent information you would like to tell us in like 30 seconds? Uh, the day I became a citizen of the United States, that evening I went and enlisted in the Navy, in Navy Reserve. I eventually uh, spent uh, three years active duty after I graduated from college. Uh, at the Armed Forces Staff College as housing and BOQ officer, and I, re not retired, but I attained the rank of Lieutenant United States Navy. Wonderful. Uh, Brian Lee, 1969 to 1975. I'm actually uh, one of three Lees. My older brother, Bill, my twin brother, Don, and myself were all drafted simultaneously and served in the U.S. Army at the same time. We were also stationed at the same post during our five years in the service for six months. Um, I appreciate this is just, you know, it, it just gives, um, I was at a, yesterday at a school program for my granddaughter and it's just inspirational and I have such admiration for the schools and the teachers and staff that show those kids the appreciation that they have for our veterans is just inspirational. And I, I thank you. Thank you. Um, 1963, 1965, Signal Corps, U.S. Army. Thank you. Air Force from 1977, 1986. Oh, wonderful. And I, and, and I know we have some others here. I'm going to really age myself. I feel like Phil Donahue. <laughs> the kids are like, who? Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I was 30. I served in the Air Force from 1952 to 1972. My rank was Master Sergeant. I promoted Senior Master Sergeant. That's when I got discharged. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And I know we have at least one more veteran. Uh, where's Brian? I, I, I know. That, that's why I'm embarrassing you. All right. So what years did you serve? 1994 to 2015, went to Iraq twice, hated it both times. U.S. Army. U.S. Army. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, sure. I would like to add one more thing. I had a brother that served. Uh, but he was a, a major in the United States Army. He was killed in action in, uh, on Easter Sunday, 1968. He was quite a hero. So, I, this is always one of my more favorite times in the, in the year when we get to thank folks for serving us, uh, serving God through serving their country, and uh, just a, a big thank you to uh, each and every one of you, and I hope you have a wonderful Veterans Day weekend. So again, let's show them some appreciation. Thank you, guys.
Now is the time in which we can share with one another and, and bring before the Lord our, our joys and our concerns. As always, if you have a prayer concern that you would uh, like to share, you can fill out that uh, section there on the blue card in your worship bulletin, that, that same card that you fill out for your attendance. Uh, you can just put your prayer request right on there, drop that in the offering plate when it comes by, and someone will be sure to pray for you. Uh, you can also always email us at prayer at groveportumc.org. Uh, you can uh, call Nancy in the office, uh, as well as uh, always just drop us a line. I invite us now to be in a, a time and an attitude of prayer. I invite us now to be in a, a time and an attitude of prayer. God of grace, we come to this place of prayer from different paths on our journey as your servants. This day, Lord, some of us struggle with doubt and loss as we question your presence in the midst of our pain and the pain of those we love. Grant these the patience to let your love seep into the brokenness. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayers. 
Some of us come before you with uncertainties about what we believe, what, we, what you would have us do with our lives and, and how we might serve you. Grant these, Lord, the willingness to honestly doubt so that the question of faith and servanthood might be honestly answered. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, this day some of us come before you with a joy that knows no bounds in the celebration of love and, and in the fulfillment of dreams. The, the Stoffers are expecting a grandchild. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, this day some of us come before you struggling with health issues. We humbly ask for your healing hand to rest on each person this day who is either preparing for an upcoming surgery or is recovering from a, a recent medical procedure. In particular, Lord, we raise to you Liana and Bill and Jim, Paul and Shelley, Gary and Monty. Kenny and Bart and Tony. Lord, in your mercy, we ask for your blessing upon those who are currently serving in our military, on, on active duty, and especially for Kira uh, and, and those that she serves with who have recently been deployed to the Middle East. We understand the need for, for their presence there, yet, Lord, we worry about their safety. So, Lord, we ask for your grace to be upon them, and also, Lord, for, for there to be peace in that volatile region of the world. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we ask for your blessings to be upon those who are currently undergoing treatments for cancer in its various forms. In particular, we remember and lift to you Doris and Tom, Bruce and Rita, Joyce and Cheryl, Susan and Betty, Trent and Lori. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we, we lift to you this day those who are grieving the loss of a loved one. We raise to you the, the family of Laura Rogers and the, the family of Susie Patterson. Lord, in your mercy. We also lift to you Becky Cassidy and family. Her father was recently placed in hospice care. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we, we come from a variety of pathways, oh God, yet we acknowledge that we are all on the same road united in our efforts to be your people. 
people with a mission to bring your love to the world. Lord, through the one in whose footsteps we strive to follow, Christ our Lord, we raise to you this prayer that he taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. It's not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom, Oh, I'd like to make one real quick correction. Uh, Becky's father passed away. Oh, my goodness. So let us uh, re remember the, the Cassidy and the Cisco families uh, for the loss of, of Becky's father. But the children like to come up for our children's time. I don't even have to say it. They just come up automatically. All right. How's everyone doing? Are you okay, Chloe? Just that excited about? Uh, uh, pretty much, yeah. I, I, I'm just try, trying to get over the fact you have something on your head. She had stickers on her face in Sunday school, so this keeps changing. All right, so anybody tell me what is usually kept in here. Money! Let's see, do I have any money? And credit cards! <laughs> yeah, I have a few of those. Oh, I do have money. Let's say... I have $5. I know, I'm pretty rich. You guys are paying me too much. Look at this. All right, $5. Do any of you have $5? What? You've got more than five? I, I know who could have come to before payday for a loan. All right, let's say somebody gives, gives you $5. Somebody goes, Colleen, here's $5. No, no. <laughs> I wasn't born yesterday. Somebody gives you five dollars, 
what would you do with it? All right, somebody gives you $5. What are you going to do with it? Get some Takis. Ah, oh, not a bad, bad idea. Mr. Ryan, what do you think? On a Nerf gun. Okay, if you had $5, what would you do with it? Uh, spend it on a motor blade? Okay. What would you do if you had $5? <gasps> Save it. Oh, my goodness. Dave Ramsey would love you. <laughs> what would you do if you had $5? Fame? Save it? All right. Good job. What would you do? Cool. Invest it? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Her parents were like, invest it. Now you know what she's doing in her bedroom, right? What would you do, Colleen? Hide, hide it. Oh! Now we know what, what they should be doing in your room, looking for the money, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus tells us that when we have money, what we should do with it is we should use it to help others. Yeah, right? You give like 10% of it to the church, right? Give some of that to the church. So if you had $5, what could you do to help somebody with it? What do you think? Right. You could give it away. I could just say, here you go, right? What else could you do with it? What do you think you could do with $5 to help somebody? Give it to homeless people. Very good. Good job. Very good. Good job. You could give it to somebody in need, right? In a little bit, we're going to be talking about a guy who came to Jesus, and he said, Jesus, what do I need to do to be your follower? And Jesus said, you need to read the Bible, and you need to be nice to people, and you need to try to do what I say. And the guy says, I do all of that. And Jesus goes, one more thing. You need to take your money, and you need to give it to those in need. And the guy, he left sad because he wanted his money more than he wanted to follow Jesus. So just remember, money, money can be used for a great many things, but one of those things that Jesus wants us to do with it is to use it to help other people. Okay? All right. And um, I know some of you are thinking, oh, am I getting money? No. <laughs> this is going right back in here. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we ask that you be with these wonderful young people and bless them in this coming week. And Lord, help us to be generous with everything we have, for it all comes from you. Thank you for these uh, wonderful children. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. All right, if you want to head off to junior church, you can.
But now is the time in which we can give back to the Lord a, a small portion of the many blessings that we have been given over the past months and years. But before we do that, I'd like to uh, just share with you a little bit about uh, next week. Uh, you should, if you haven't already gotten one, you'll probably get one of these coming in the mail this week. If you don't get one of these, don't worry about it. We'll have plenty of them uh, uh, here at the church. Uh, these are what we call our estimate of giving card for 2024. Uh, and uh, what you're going to find in the envelope is one of these cards along with uh, this uh, little brochure. What I invite you to do is during this next week is to read this uh, brochure with me. Each day there is a scripture reading and uh, just a couple of questions that go with that scripture reading. And it reminds us how God has blessed us in so many ways. Then at the end of the week, I would invite you to fill out your estimated giving card and to bring that with you to worship next Sunday. Now, some of you are probably thinking, Pastor Rick, that sounds like that's a lot of work. And yeah, it's a little bit of work. But what it does is it helps remind us of God's amazing grace to us and the blessings we have. Uh, next week, uh, at the end of the sermon time, you will be invited to come forward uh, with your card. And we're going to have a, a, a box here uh, that uh, Terry's dad built. Uh, and we're, we're going to place our, our cards in that. Uh, just want to uh, remind you a couple of quick things uh, about these cards. One, this isn't a pledge card. This is an estimate of giving card. Okay, which means that uh, whatever you put on here um, is really between you and God. Uh, the church isn't going to be like sending you a bill saying you pledge this amount. Um, although now I say it, that might not be a horrible idea. Uh, but uh, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, just seeing the IRS calling me. Um, and uh, so uh, th th this is really just a tool to help us in planning and to help you in planning, okay? So j just know that, uh, that, that, that this is an estimate of giving. Uh, it isn't a pledge. It, it isn't anything where, um, um, you know, we're going to be hounding you about it. Um, it it's, it's just a simple way of, of, of really uh, uh, planning ahead for the coming year. Uh, also, know that whatever you put on this card will be kept confidential, just like all of our other financial giving. Um, so uh, don't worry about that. On the top of the card, there are three boxes that I would invite you to fill out. One is step up beyond tithe, or I'm sorry, sorry, here at the bottom. Uh, step up toward tithing. Um, if uh, I would encourage you to give uh, uh, a little bit more uh, than, than what you gave in the year before. That's what I always try to do. And uh, it doesn't matter if it's one cent or a hundred dollars. Uh, uh, if, if you're making a, a step up, I would invite you to check the box there that you're stepping up toward tithing. If you're giving tithing, um, 
as, as, as young Colleen pointed out, giving 10% of your income, I want you to celebrate that. And if you're giving more, I want you to check that box there so we can celebrate that, um, 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 that uh, wonderful uh, achievement you have accomplished. But uh, this is going to be uh, next week, and um, I invite you to prayerfully be a part of this ministry of our church. Let us now, with prayerful hearts, give back to the Lord just a little bit of his blessings as we give of our tithes and our offerings. The ushers come forward.
We ask your blessings upon these gifts. Use them for the furtherance of your kingdom. All we have is yours. Thank you for trusting us with it. Amen. Would you please be seated? Today's scripture reading is from Matthew chapter 19, verses 16 through 22. And behold, a man came up to him saying, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And he said to him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. If you would enter life, keep the commandments. He said to him, which ones? And Jesus said, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and mother, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. The young man said to him, all of these I have kept. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, if you would be perfect, Go, sell what you possess, and give, give to the poor, and you will have treasures in heaven, and come, follow me. When the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, as your scripture is read and proclaimed this day, we ask that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that our hearts, our minds, and our very lives may be transformed by it. Thank you for your gift of your holy word. Amen. Over the past few weeks, we have been discussing things that churches do that make them prosperous. Not necessarily prosperous in the sense of having lots of money or fame or buying their pastor a helicopter. Because, you know, that traffic is pretty, pretty, pretty heavy between here and Lithopolis. <laughs> no. It's those things that help a church to be fruitful. The fruits of helping this world be more like the kingdom of God. Today we're going to talk about perhaps my favorite of those fruitful activities, and that is missions. By the way, we're going to have a missions committee meeting this uh, uh, Thursday. And no, the whole sermon is not meant just as a recruitment for the missions committee. I just want you to know that. I mean, it could be, I suppose, but just a coincidence. But um, uh, 
How many of you have ever been on a mission trip of some sort? Kind of, in a, kind of an important experience, isn't it? Kind of an interesting experience. Uh, over the years, I, I've been involved in a number of them, as you can imagine. Uh, one that I uh, particularly uh, remember, or one that sticks out in my mind, is a, a Hispanic ministry that the church I was serving at the time uh, was involved with. Uh, our church owned a, a mobile home in a, a mobile home uh, park out by the airport. And in this particular mobile home park, uh, probably 90% or more uh, were Hispanic. Uh, most didn't speak English, a very poor uh, um, trailer park, and it started out as uh, just simply helping uh, folks in that trailer park bring their trailers up to code so they didn't lose the trailer and become homeless. Uh, but then it kind of morphed into a, a, a bigger ministry. And uh, along with a number of, of other United Methodist churches in that area, uh, we helped a lot of folks. We had uh, English as a second language um, classes. And uh, I helped with registration a couple of times with that, and, uh, which I thought was hysterical because I don't speak Spanish. I can barely speak English, <laughs> as you've figured out. And uh, uh, I, I, I was working the registration, and. And, and, and I, I asked the, the woman that was coordinating it, I, I go, how do I know which class to send them to? Because they had, had beginning English, intermediate English, and uh, advanced English. And the woman looked at me in all seriousness and goes, ask them what class they want to go to. If they give you a blank stare, put them in the beginning class. <laughs> if they shake their head and, 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 and say uh, 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 something in English, put them in the intermediate class, and if they uh, be begin to hold a whole conversation, send them to the advanced class. I said, I can handle that. Turns out I couldn't, but I thought I could. That's the uh, same, same uh, 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 time where Cute, cute little kid, about five years old, comes down the, the hallway from uh, where, the, where we had like a little nursery for, for folks to bring their kids. And the woman that was there goes, hey, can you take so-and-so to the bathroom? He needs to go. And uh, I said, sure. And he's dancing and doing his thing. And I take him to the bathroom. And he, he fools around in there for a little bit. He comes out. And we're high-fiving down the hallway. We, some of you that are teachers know where this is going. I get to the hallway, and the, the, the teacher goes, okay, thanks. And as I'm walking away, I hear that the teacher say something to him in Spanish, and then in English, she goes, that's okay. We'll just wash our hands here. <laughs> that's when I learned. Don't high-five when you don't know where they've been. <laughs> but it was a wonderful ministry. We had a, uh, uh, I'd say, uh, English as second language every week, classes for folks. We had a, a Christmas store set up in one of the local elementary schools where folks would come in and, and shop uh, for Christmas gifts for their families. We uh, provided uh, food, uh, school supplies, uh, all of this. And you always wonder in the back of your mind, are we really making any sort of difference in this world for Christ? Don't you ever wonder that sometimes? If you're working at the food pantry and you see the same people week in or a month in, month out, 
or you're you know go, go on a mission trip someplace you wonder are we really doing anything other than you know uh, 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 some busy work uh, fast forward to last year and uh, last year I was a teacher uh, and uh, I know you're thinking oh those poor kids and uh, uh, in, in my class, there were uh, a number of students who didn't speak English, and, and one of them was a really sweet uh, uh, young lady. Um, she uh, only spoke Spanish, uh, but was just the sweetest person ever, and I knew she had no idea what I was saying, but she would still smile and say, thank you, no matter what I said to her. She would smile and go, thank you. And uh, just, and she had the cutest little sister. Oh my goodness, she's like three, so cute. Well, I was uh, talking to her and her mom during parent-teacher conferences, and we had somebody there that was uh, uh, our uh, ELL teacher, and uh, he was translating for us. And uh, turns out that this family um, uh, was from that trailer park that we helped and that those school supplies that we had handed out the year before, she was now using in my class. Isn't that amazing? Totally random, not even the same part of Columbus. It just happened that they had moved, and, and I, I was like, where do you live? And, 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 and I was like, yeah, right at so-and-so. And the mom was like, yeah, yeah, right there. I'm like, oh my gosh. You know, and the, the, the little food truck that was sitting there, she knew exactly what I was talking about. They had really good tacos. But um, what it reminded me, though, is that we are making a difference when we help others in the name of Christ. In our scripture reading this morning, Jesus uh, uh, had a man come up to him and say, Teacher, what good deed must I do to have eternal life? And Jesus said to him, why do you ask me what is good? There is only one who is good. If you would enter, or enter eternal life, keep the commandments. And he said to him, which ones? And Jesus said, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your mother and father, and you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And the man said to Jesus, all these things I have kept, what do I still lack? And Jesus said to him, if you would be perfect, go sell what you possess and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. And when the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful because he had a whole lot of possessions. But this story reminds us is that as followers of Christ, we are to give of ourselves and of what we have for the benefit of those around us. And when we do so in the name of Christ, amazing things happen. Lives are touched. The gospel is spread. So remember that next time we are, are, are busily doing uh, something in the name of Christ for others, that it isn't just busy work but it's God work, and it makes a difference. Amen. Well, this morning, we will be sharing in Holy Communion together. 
I would invite you to be in an attitude of prayer as we join together in the great thanksgiving. Lift up your hearts and give thanks to God. Blessed are you, O God, who with your word and Holy Spirit created all things and called them good. In Jesus Christ, your word became flesh and dwelt among us. Through Jesus' suffering and death, you took upon yourself our sin and death and destroyed their power forever. You raised from the dead this same Jesus, who now reigns with you in glory, and poured upon us your Holy Spirit, making us the people of your new covenant. On the night before meeting with death, Jesus took bread. He broke this bread, he gave it to his disciples, and he said, Take, eat. This is my body which is given to you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, Jesus took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to the disciples, and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts that in the breaking of this bread and the drinking of this wine, we may know the presence of the living Christ and be renewed as the body of Christ for the world, redeemed by Christ's blood until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at your table forever. Through Christ, with Christ, in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. My friends, this is the body of Christ, broken for you. And this is the blood of Christ, shed for you. All is now ready. We practice open communion, which means anyone who feels led is invited to participate. We will be taking it by intinction, which means that you will be invited to come forward. And when you do, you will first take a small piece of bread. You will then dip that bread into the juice and then take both of the elements together. I invite now those who will be helping to serve communion to come forward.
All is now ready. Uh, if you are unable to make it uh, forward, just remain where you're at and we will bring uh, the elements to you um, uh, momentarily. Let us now share in the Lord's Supper.
We thank you, Lord, for this wonderful gift, the gift of your Son, Jesus. It is through him that we have the hope of forgiveness of sins, everlasting life. Thank you. Amen. And let's join together in our closing hymn, number 130. from this place rejoicing in God's love.
We commit our lives to serving God by serving others. God's love has made us new. God's peace goes with us in all that we say and do.